Okay, back to religion. Being in a position where you can make a difference, how do you decide which you're going to be? Um, yeah. I've explained the Council of Twelve. Okay. Um, we debate amongst the council members um, what we plan to do. Uh, we try to reach a consensus of what would be best. And then we run it through the computer so that we can have as many possibilities from the outcomes that we have. And then we try with a small group such as this and see what effect it would have. And then when it has met up to various results that we want, then we put it into plan on the larger scale. Um, we also uh, try it on other places as well. You could say that uh, one planet is a test bed for another planet. Um, but as a rule, what works well on one planet may not work as well on another. Uh, we leave enough room so that we can change the course that we're heading for, if necessary. Hmm. So what's your activities? Mm, yes and no. Um, guinea pigs is a mammal that lives in a high uh, <laughs> Andrews. Yeah. Let's use the light test. <laughs> ah, so that's where the test comes from. Right. Use a lot of experimental, experimental laboratory. But uh, in a good sense, though, because we are giving the benefits of this. So we put you through mazes. Could say that. <laughs> Mental mazes. I am amazed that I understand this. <laughs> Sorry, we could go into puns all evening. <laughs> she was she or Michael, her husband, got to deal with Corton for an hour and a half last week. It's a little bit more serious. Ah, yes, I have heard. Uh, <laughs> I have heard of this from uh, Corton. <laughs> well, we had lots of fun. <laughs> yes, it sounds like it. Uh, so, how did you go about the selection? Or is there a selection process as far as if people, well, like you're using Mark as a champion? Yes, um, it is when you reach the stage where you can, then you are encouraged to do so. Oh, you know. You'll be guided, you'll be helped. Uh, so many people will get kicked in the pants and say, Boy, get on with teaching people how to astral travel. Don't dodge the issue. Hey, I'm not direct, I'm not the teacher. <laughs> I can see where it could be directed. It's Well, a lot of that is. I'm being guided. And actually, in a lot of ways, that's what it, you know, I'm going to ask a couple questions on that. Okay. Also, um, basically, uh, Bob and Mary Jo here will be part of a new class as far as what will be the class, all three of us. Okay. And what we're going to be doing is working on some various techniques that I read in the book Initiation. 
And um, I wanted to go through this trip with the view and see if he had any extra wind for the others. So I'll no blood oats, please. Oh, or, uh, uh, no blood oats. I'll get that part out. It's no sacrifice. <laughs> I do not like the sight of uh, red blood. Probably. Chaps, I, I don't like the sight of any coloured blood. <laughs> Okay. I haven't experienced that for a long time. Alright, now, first part um, is working with physical exercises. And in that part, it's using breathing exercises to calm down the body and then directing the consciousness to various parts of the bodies. And as you work with each part, Finally, the entire body becomes conscious, and that way you're able to control and guide smallest parts of your body and uh, organs. Uh, have you ever heard of Tai Chi? Well, I guess I had to practice it a few times. Practice it again. Ah, very good way to do that. Right. I see, because Tai Chi would give you the body control with the breathing correct. Instead of trying to understand how you would do it, it is better to say, have you ever done Tai Chi? Then go from there. I see. Okay. Um, the next part is mind and soul training. What this is, is dictated green pictures. And these are um, interrelated um, experiences that are... Um, we, have to, we have discussed this before. It is, am I dreaming? Uh, no, actually, this is a different part. Um, what this is, like dream pictures, it's just what the book called it. But what it is is basically describing the situation and um, being able to recreate the emotional states of that situation and then be able to go through various states um, very quickly from anger to happiness. Ah, yes. Uh, listen to some of your great orators of your um, time. Only various speeches and stuff like that. I have a dream. Yes, and you will feel the passion or act out various plays. Um, one of the channel's favorite ones, the battle scene from Henry V. It's all magical. Yes. And to imagine yourself as him. And the feeling that he must be feeling to achieve it, imagine the feeling of the situation. Uh, for example, uh, no, I can't think of one that would be relevant to the moment. That's what you talked about. That would be producing yes. the correct states necessary to achieve that control. The purpose of this is to be able to look at um, things in life that are happening to you on a day-to-day -day basis and be able to maintain your composure and calm throughout the plant. Uh, Piri uses uh, the energy for her uh, coercion. When she makes eye contact with me, 
you must see inside her eyes the emotion that she wishes to portray. Oh, really? And that is partly how you coerce somebody, is through eye contact. That you project uh, in curious case into love. Okay. I get it. So, in other words, this is a real good technique for learning that to coercion to it. Right. Excellent. Okay. And then um, the other last part is concentration exercises. So thoughts don't roll endlessly. And on this is in concentrating on one um, concept. For example, I am manifest destiny on that particular state. I know it's a little complicated. It's probably Do you know what manifest destiny is? No. Yeah. Manifest destiny led to genocide of your indigenous persons of this continent. Indians? Yes. The white man saying that he had the right to control this continent, regardless of the indigenous population on this continent. That's manifest destiny? That was manifest destiny. Yeah. Or an example of it. Uh, <laughs> if that is what I'm reading into it. Right, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Okay, great. So, something that works a little bit. Okay, next question. So, this business Carrie was talking about, about coercion is something, is it? I couldn't tell if she was serious or not. What is something? It is being able to control somebody else's mind by your own mind, getting them to do what you wish. And we can do that to someone, or do they realize what's happening? Uh, quite frequently, they do not realize what's happening. Uh, coercion can be very tricky. It can have the effect of bouncing back on you if you do not know what you're doing. Kiri uh, is a good coercer. Um, not only in the fact that she wouldn't do it to harm you or anybody else, um, she does it to protect you, or would do it to protect you. Uh, occasionally she would do it for her own means and entertainment, uh, but she would never do anything that would harm anybody. But coercion can be used to harm something. Um, a good way of Explaining coercion better would be um, controlling somebody that has the desire to be self-destructive. By using your coercion, uh, you can take that desire of self-destruction away, but it only lasts whilst they're in your sphere of influence. Or, for example, um, using it to assist you in uh, achieving some kind of job that you wish to do. Sometimes it's, you know, I've been able to use it as far as, like, to help get myself a little more understood in what I'm trying to get across, something like that. It helps not to do it to personal means, because that kind of takes it to the wrong side, but... Um, not necessarily. True. If you're doing it in a job interview, and you have a family to support, 
then you're not only doing it for yourself to get that uh, career or job, you're also doing it so that you can support uh, your family. I mean, I could see somebody suicidal, and for the moment, you're able to get their mind away from that, and it's enough to to save them for a while so they can work on their problem. But for something like it is a moral issue that you would have to solve yourself. We, we do not have such moral problems here. Um, the best way to explain it is, is what you feel comfortable with. If you feel that it is wrong, then you do not do it. If it feels right, then you do it. What is fun? Uh, it is what you perceive as a wrong action. Okay, do you have any kind of... Wrong action. We do not have such things as murder here, or assault, although occasionally people try to rip people's arms off when they beat them. Sorry, that is a joke for us. Um, but yeah, people won't try to steal things from that chapter and stop pointing at them. You are able to enter any door unless somebody wishes privacy. But you are free to go wherever you wish on a place. There are certain secure areas that uh, are secure for um, safety purposes. The last time we had uh, an illness brought in, uh, unfortunately, we went quick enough to uh, quarantine the area of individuals. Actually, it's very beneficial for you because uh, your sightings of UFOs decreased dramatically for a period of uh, two weeks, your counting. Yeah, but I don't want to go through that again. Next question. Right, I'll hand back to the mischievous one. It's all I've got. Um, an example of coercion was Tia this evening. She was coerced to be here. By Kiri? Yes. Oh, after the fact, what does Tia think of that? Uh, she has her own means of getting her own back in funk. <laughs> it was supposed to be to help her overcome her fear of people. Um, she has a strong fear of uh, people she does not uh, know. She will tend to run and hide. But it is necessary for her to overcome that fear. By putting her into a situation where she has to overcome that fear. But once, once Kiri takes away control, all Kiri has to do is run. But Tia doesn't uh, run that often. She will uh, be present next time. She may be present a little longer, but it is a gradual thing for me. But with Curie's help, she now has faced her fear and she can look at it again. Well, question about past Okay. In any of us in, in the past lives, have a regression so we can evolve more. Yes. 
yourself out. I won't disclose who. Uh, although, uh, you have in the past, being in everybody in this group, been higher and have descended, slipped back so that you have to relearn the lessons. <laughs> if I knew that, then I would be higher. No. But uh, Mary Cho makes a very good point that if you knew why that happened, then you would be closer to being higher. So the answer to the problem is, first of all, find out when you were higher and why you came lower, so that you may return to a higher level or even a higher level of spirit. It's not a, it's not a, a decision, it's not a choice, it's not a, like, I want to go back because this is a good lesson, it's because, oh, I really thought I should have to know I gotta go back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is where we are, I guess. Yes. You are now starting to climb <laughs> up. <laughs> it will become clear the reason why it is necessary to start to climb again. It is a necessary drive for individuals to improve themselves. So you go back to the authorities. Exactly. In the near future. It is necessary to look back to learn the lessons of the past, which is also very necessary to look forward, because somebody that looked doesn't look back, has no future. So, so, one of my ideas, and I was just been shot. Um, <laughs> it seems like to me, but once you, you gain a certain knowledge, I like to say, once you know something, it's hard to unknow. So it's sort of like, once you, you learn certain things, it's hard to go back to old ways because I don't know, knowledge does something to you. Yes, it does. But in a sense, that's what has happened to us. Even though we knew things, we still... Uh... Can you ride a bicycle? How long ago was it since you rode that bicycle? That is not a good analogy. Uh... Have you ever ridden a motorcycle? passage. I'm looking for an analogy that I can use to explain how it operates. You don't forget it, but you forget how to do it over a period of time. For example, um, when you ride a bicycle, you get on, you ride it, no problem. But let's say after 20 years you haven't ridden a bicycle and then you get back on. Are you not very shaky on it? Well, I stay on bicycle for about 10 seconds. And then you get it down together. Life is a little bit like that. That um, you forget things that you once learned but it comes back gradually. Instead of taking five uh, lifetimes to learn a lesson, uh, 
you may learn that lesson after five lifetimes and then forget it and then it may take one or two lifetimes to relearn it. You seem to have a lot of feel lights around here. The extra people are it's attracted to mine. This one has a bony surface. It's cool little girl. But he has lots of uh, this stuff. Okay. Next question. Okay, I will hand over to the playful one. Okay. She seems keen on channeling again. Thank you, Anna. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll be back. Keen on channeling, huh? You're just having fun. It's best with the rain, mistress, thinking. Well, you'll ever be, mistress. <laughs> no. Joey left. Joey left. Calvin left. She's right there. Oh, so she is. Okay. Alright. Questions? None? Well, we're going over coercion there quite a bit, and uh, Omar happened to mention that you were good at it. Good? Well, okay. I'm the best. <laughs> okay. Now then, she, he mentioned the fact that you see the emotions you wish to mm -hmm. uh, send out of your eyes. Okay. But you said I've been my life in these uh, things down here. Is that what that trick was? So when I'm seeing your eyes looking for, for the emotion, how am I going to see the emo what emotion you're trying to convey? You feel the emotion. Well, yeah, because you're coercing. Mm -hmm. How would I, if you were coercing somebody else, for example, how would I know what emotion you're trying to experience? So if you look into my eyes, you get caught as well, don't you? <laughs> uh, yes. Making you wet. Um, it is the size of the uh, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, when somebody is in an aggressive, it's bigger. That big. Small. Yeah, small. And somebody is in a, in a contented mood, or happy, or glad to be with somebody. It tends to be bigger. Okay. Because they're taking in more of a picture of what's around them. Otherwise, well, when you're angry, you're a little more uh, focused. Focused. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, so um, coercion mm -hmm. is essentially the taming of the emotions. Yeah. Taking them down to where you can manifest those emotions on. Oh. Also, another thing to do is to watch one of somebody's eyes here, and they tend to get aggressive. Uh, 
attempt to focus their eyes more to see the wrinkles. Well, now, how did you learn to tame your emotions? Practice. Having to confront them. Having to confront them. Yes. Being made angry. Ah. Come on, Dopey. Come on. Come on, think. Doesn't work very well with you, does it? Especially when you know what's happening. Right. Okay. It's the fat cat. It's the fat cat. Uh, I hear we got a formal dinner coming up. Mm -hmm. Formal dinner? Formal dress. Yeah. It's a costume party. What work calls it a formal dress? So I have to find out what he means by that. Like, we could it. Oh, come on. Just like again. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you know what car is coming at you? Well, I gotta dress up in something. Right. I can't tell you. I'll ask, surprised. I'll ask Cara, she'll tell me. Alright, Kiri, well, I'll, uh, I'll come up with something. I can't wait to see what you're gonna be dressed up as, huh? I can all think the possibilities. Mm -hmm. uh, what, you okay? Oh, it's just fun. No, it's not. Cara's kids just got bored. Party oh, people. We're so, having a celebration. An excuse to party. <laughs> Sometimes any excuse. We're having a, you know. So? You know, your place? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have the big doors. We'll really spread out in the backyard, too. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. Have barbecue? Of course. Of course. All that hard bread. Alright, good. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Anybody got any jokes? Uh, These funny stories? Anecdotes? Yeah, I do. Um, um, if I think about it for two seconds, I will anyway. Well, you'll be back again, right? Oh, it's only the two of us. It's meant to be three. Yeah. She chickened out. She chickened out, did she? God, she's got to hit me in the feet. Well, she's still hanging around? Yeah. Um, cowering? Cowering to keep away from me. <laughs> and we'll let the uh, let the feline out of the uh, transportation device. <laughs> Cat out of the bag. Oh, <laughs> I tease. What a joke. Oh yes, I remember now. What is the official Olympic event of Wayne's World? Yeah. Wayne's World. The thing we watched. Remembering. Yeah, I, I know. got the video that I want to borrow. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, excellent. Pass me on Garth. Yeah. Is this the real life? Uh, is this just fantasy? Is, uh, <laughs> did you find Bugs Bunny attractive when he dressed up as a girl rabbit? Right, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. What's the official Olympic event? I don't know. Early. That's the game where you That's terrible! I know it's terrible! It's the only joke you asked me for a joke, so I made it myself. Didn't say this. Good. Anybody else got any jokes? Better jokes? <laughs> <laughs> I have lots of kid stories, but that's another kind of thing. 
Like Alex for an apple over my brand new skirt. Oh, that would be a good one. <laughs> I just fed him too much. And there's the one with uh, the little uh, cabbages feeding them as well. It's oh, the Brussels sprouts. There's a right bit. There's uh, the one where uh, land about uh, water, which is not poor. A large quantity of water for a smooth vessel. No matter how much you try. It's only ten months old, I mean, yeah. And there's the fire accident. Oh yeah, the fire accident. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to set things all over on fire. He learned all about how to manifest fire. <clears throat> oh dear. Yes. He was taught how to not manifest fire or control it better. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there some entertainment where they go on about fire? Fire? I know. You want you guys actually have that recorded on Game Spaces. Do you have entertainers? Artists? Yeah, theory. <laughs> We're all artists here. Um, we have uh, wandering minstrels. Um, we have people that get together and they will perform things for other people uh, in their spare time. Uh, you don't have uh, your entertainment where you sit down in front of a square object to sit and watch flickering pictures. Or we have interactive things. Oh, uh, hologram. Virtual reality type thing. Um, are you familiar with Star Trek? Our show Star Trek? Uh, I've heard it's about it. Real similar. The next generation they have. So tell us about your interaction. Um, T would be the best person to tell, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll try to relate it because I did. Uh, go down there with her the other day and she likes to hunt and she hunts using her own her own skill and cunning without any weapons and uh, it's a team sport you could say and uh, it's done with holograms as we don't like to kill things up here it's very wasteful besides it's quite dangerous apparently um, it's very hard to distinguish it from uh, what is real, what is being created by projection. Um, the only thing is that uh, sometimes a computer tends to lag and will have all sort of sink into the neck of whatever your brain could hold of. Mm, it's a force field is generated in that area. Oh, so it's not that it's a physical object, that it feels like. That's correct. It feels like it. Sometimes the computer will lag and uh, your hand will tingle up here as you might go to burn hold of something because it sinks in through the, uh, the shape and then the energy field cuts in. So 
uh, forces your hand back up, it tingles whatever part is sunken in. Has he been telling you about my sordid past? No, I haven't touched a penny. Okay, all red and embarrassed. But that killed that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling. <laughs> well, I say that drills. You're sort of fast. Well, don't be a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I. Now, I'm not going to say anything else. Apart from I was naughty when I was little. It's mischievous. <laughs> well, what's the expression? When you were little. <laughs> uh, I wasn't a juvenile delinquent. Right. Uh, I wasn't that. I was just very mischievous and playful. Get into lots of trouble. Uh, Any more questions? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I've got one ten point five until the tape so which at this point is like five minutes. It's only about five minutes to kill. Okay. I've been teaching about how to play patter cake. Yeah, it's fun. Especially when he goes. He's meant to go. Yes. And he gets all angry. Yeah, he doesn't get it right. Ooh. That actually helps with my hand-eye coordination. Alright. Do you children? Do you live together as families? Yeah. Um, we have a crèche that we can leave our children at uh, when we're working. So, like, you have daycare, family, party, crèche. Yeah, and it, you know, children can stay there from. As little as ten minutes to two or three days. Something you could belong to. For example, I'll go down there and I'll look after not only after maybe six or seven other children, sit down there and have dinner with them or breakfast or whatever, I play with them, teach them things, get them dressed, ready to go off back to their parents or whatever. Big sister uh, took care of me when I was little. By the way, has uh, Tanaka heard about the birth and everything? Mm-hmm. Tanaka's a lot of colleagues. They know about Tanaka's uh, family tree. Right. His, his sensible daughter is... Black I'm not a black sheep. I don't go bar. I'd be barred from bars. I mean, if I wanted to sit uh, at a formal function in a, in a bikini, I would. So, um, We only have a couple of places that have clients. Uh, the rest is set at nice, comfortable 85 degrees. Um, yeah, it's, it mimics the rotation of uh, the planet. Mm-hmm. 
It's very handy actually because it helps to keep the body in rhythm. Uh, these people that work odd hours, night times, yeah, their uh, body rhythms get thrown off, you see. But if they were to fool themselves into thinking that whilst they were working, stay time, instead of it's dark outside, then their body would get into the rhythm that would uh, be best for them. Um, I being subjected to what appears to be uh, by using lights and things. So, do you have any questions answered again? I think, you know, you can, you can go on and on and on. But that's what it's meant to be. Always leave them hanging. That's what Dad says. So, Mark would say that. Leave them hanging. So, I come back for more. Yes. We'd like to come back. Well, I'd like to come back. It's just the opportunity. When the opportunity is right then. Well, that's all I got, Don. So unless you can think of anything further. Oh, here's oh. a quick joke. There's a plane from the United Nations, right? Stop me if you've heard it. And it's flying out over the Atlantic. And it has engine problems. And the captain comes on the announcement system and says, you've got a few problems, we need to light the aircraft. So they get together and they throw out all the baggage. So things get bad. Uh, the other engine bits out, it's just flying on two engines. So they need to lighten the load more. So they heave out all the luggage. And then the third engine quits, so they're flying on one engine. And the captain comes on the announcing system and says, um, sorry, we've got to lighten the load again. We're going to have to ask some people to make the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, a man from France steps up and he goes, long live France, and jumps out. And then a man from the United Kingdom, Britain, uh, steps up and goes, God save the Queen. And he jumps. <laughs>